0: Click record on that. And then we are now recording in two different fancy ways. All right. Now, the downside of this, uh, and if if you listen to this episode and I sound svelte and sexy as hell and you sound like you're talking through a trash can, uh, (laughs) that's that's because... (laughs) That's on purpose? That's that's, that's one that's on purpose because my mad science... uh, uh, Reaper and voice meter setup is now working, and then uh, that also means that I need to really get my ass into gear and get you your Festivus presents. Because
1: <laughs> Dick Cam won't get us any
0: money, motherfucker. Give us any money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> us any money. <laughs> that son of a bitch insists that like n- there's no advertisers that are willing to spend money on podcasting in a pandemic. I know he's fucking lying. I know, I know that asshole's pocketing it for himself, right?
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's
0: any number of aluminum wallets and ball trimming accessories that we could flip on this show. Uh don't forget, like we could probably get like some some underwear that only lasts for three months or a subscription to a meal box service that no one has ever heard of.
1: <laughs> or perhaps some soap named after a cryptid.
0: Oh yeah. So I why I can't help but notice that all of the sponsors you're talking about um are definitely sponsors that I've heard on a podcast called Power Moves. Uh, can can you confirm or deny this? I've
1: never heard of Power Moves. I just know that they flip themselves out a lot in like 20, 30 second spots, especially on YouTube.
0: Okay. Okay. So
1: And uh, uh, some VPN services as well. Also, oh, yeah. Like,
0: to flip themselves out. Oh man, All dude! The same services. Oh, dude! I bet we could get a buy-in from a Mossad-owned VPN service. So hard. <laughs> 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 this
1: guy doesn't technically have a website per se. Uh, you type in an IP address at this time of day. If you don't do it in the ten-minute window, you're not getting it.
0: <laughs> but it's super cheap. The Eula was in a couple different languages that I didn't understand, uh, one of which I think was Aramaic, but we we won't ask too many questions about that.
1: It was also written in two shades of crayon. <laughs> like, it obviously, one broke or ran out midway through and he had to switch. Uh, but I didn't judge, you know... <laughs>
0: That really does narrow down the intelligence apparatus uh, of what it could be, because I feel that I feel that most major state players could afford a nice a nice crayon.
1: Oh, I mean, it could have been a nice crayon, but it, I mean, it, it, like he had to use two of them, so I mean, it didn't look like a rose art crayon. I don't know if it was a Crayola
0: or if it was like a higher end one, like those fancy ones that art people use oh i was really waiting for you to drop a uh a, a crayon brand name that was not rose art or crayola and i was gonna i was really gonna call you out on that
1: oh i i know one
0: prism i want to say prism welcome to dollar Benema by the way <laughs>
1: Hey, we th- today was a day that required drinking before we started recording.
0: Oh yeah. Uh for for the... and I'm gonna have to
1: grab another beer after we do our our spiel here at the beginning. Oh dude, so. we're gonna
0: have to grab so many beers. I've been drinking uh I, I, I to to my credit, I did not start drinking until after five today, uh when a bunch of right wing activists stormed our Capitol building and attempted to uh take uh well i mean okay they're gonna say that they didn't intend to take prisoners but i'm just saying there was a lot of pictures of that guy with rather large zip ties uh jumping around looking for people yeah mostly they probably just rub their junk off all over the desks of politicians i mean and you know what i get that i really get that
1: (laughs) and one guy wearing a bear suit uh stood in the senate chamber and demanded that that mike pence show his face
0: you do you mean so, i mean there's that do I mean, you mean the guy who was cosplaying as soul blades the rock
1: <laughs> sure <laughs> i'll take your word for it
0: or is it just rock i don't even uh, know anymore i'm not gonna
1: say it it's probably one of the crazier days in american history
0: yeah a little bit a little bit i mean we're, we're not we're not quite at um you know great war levels of craziness but we're getting there like it's we're we're
1: getting closer and closer to the Fallout franchise every day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I so, may I may or may not have uh strategically relocated several firearms within my household, because uh, you know I, I I am close to a uh a public works building, so if you know gotta gotta protect my land.
1: Somebody tries to take your your uh your propane propane grill. <laughs>
0: If somebody tries to take my Neo Geo, I'm leaving this house in a body bag before that thing leaves the door. (laughs) Sack Sack
1: avenge my Neo Geo. (laughs) (sighs) Uh,
0: Now I I just really want to play Nam 74. God, that game is so good. Would
1: you haunt your roommates as a ghost until they avenged
0: your Neo Geo? Um, I would I would, but I'd do it in a cool way. Like I'd do it in a Patrick Swayze ghost way. Like a sexy ghost? Oh, sec- totally be a sexy where you ghost. Have
1: to, where you have to uh possess Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Um I would not feel right possessing Whoopi Goldberg. Um I feel I feel she's too classy for me, if I'm gonna be honest.
1: Okay. Uh Andy Dick.
0: I would I would possess Andy Dick if there were no other options available. What about the Weasel? Oh, Polly Shore! I'd i possess Polly Shore in a heartbeat. Polly Shore is cool as hell. You could do like
1: the the thing around just saying the Weasel.
0: Didn't didn't he do a documentary uh, where he interviewed people asking them uh, what how they felt about Polly Shore being dead? And like he was in front of them, but they didn't know it. <laughs>
1: well, if you wanted, if you wanted an, uh, anonymous fame, you could always possess
0: uh, Tony Hawk. Oh, ah, oh, dude, I would love to possess Tony Hawk. I.
1: It's, like, it's even better now that he has to wear a mask in public.
0: Yeah, because no, like before, it was just idiots that didn't know who he was. Now it's everybody.
1: Yeah, it's like, hmm. man, are you related to Tony Hawk?
0: It's like I. Everybody here is directly
1: related to. him. <laughs> oh god like he was at the airport and he had his full name was like anthony hawk yeah he's like oh man you raised are you guys all related to tony hawk it's like i not lying everybody here is directly related to him
0: i i love i love the fact that he isn't like he finds he finds it as amusing as everyone should (laughs) to be in that situation
1: it is pretty funny like you're you're just famous enough that um you know not everybody recognizes you right away, and he doesn't have enough distinct features to immediately set him apart. Like he's no Willem the foe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh Yeah, like he's yeah. he's just like a tall middle aged guy. Who, who's who's lean he, he's he's fit like he but he's you You could kind of mistake his his fitness for like being scrawny or old yeah no tony tony Hawk's, oh god all right i got one for you wyatt so let me let me flip the tables on you and i swear i swear to you listener we will get to a movie uh a movie review in a bit here but i i, I do have a burning desire to know two things uh about you wyatt yes um, would you haunt your family and or friends uh, if you were taken down by uh, Nazi terrorists? By Nazi terrorists? I mean, or just terrorists in general. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I guess it has to depend on the circumstances.
0: You, not even in a cool way? You wouldn't want to like haunt your people in like a ghost dad way? No. Especially yeah.
1: what happens. Especially uh, given the connotation of that now.
0: Well, let's let's say that there's no downside to being a ghost Bill, dad. Bill Cosby. Yeah. I'm I'm unfortunately aware of Bill Cosby. Yeah. But let's let's say that there is no downside to ghost dad. Let's let's put ourselves in a mental space where there's nothing bad about Bill Cosby and there's nothing bad that could happen to a ghost dad. And you can just it could be like the ninety minutes that is ghost dad can be forever. Um would you take that?
1: I, I don't
0: know. I don't think I would. Let's say you can stop whenever you want.
1: I don't think I would haunt my family for uh, to go them into revenge to kill the the Nazi terrorists or whatever. Mm,
0: mm. Unfortunate. unfortunate. Cause I, if your answer is yes, I was going to ask if you would possess Tom Green because I really just want to know what Tom Green's up to right now.
1: <sighs> are you saying that there are Nazi terrorists outside my window? maybe i don't know i wish these were aluminum Venetian blinds so they made more of an obvious noise myself
0: with them i mean i don't know are there but any plastic so they didn't they didn't do the effect are there... i do this are there are there, there are there any trump signs outside your window
1: not anymore <laughs>
0: oh good I... either either they're going underground or they're learning something <laughs> my elderly
1: neighbors finally took down their trump flag
0: oh good yeah, the uh, the bedridden senior citizen that I look after uh, finally re- says that she regrets voting for Trump. Uh, not in this election, the last one. She she voted. Oh yeah,
1: against... she she's been that way for a while.
0: Yeah, she she voted against him this one. I was very ha- I was very happy to hear that the that the racist old lady that I care for on the on behalf of somebody else has had some personal growth. Yes. All right.
1: Small personal growth, but it was some nonetheless nonetheless
0: all right i think we're getting way too personal on this podcast and it's only because i've been i've been doing a lot of editing uh for beyond caring because my co-host is uh has has asked me to and it's it's been a while so i'm doing her a favor
1: but i was just about to deep dive into childhood traumas
0: uh i mean if you want to uh we can do that it just (laughs) needs it just needs to be on another podcast oh okay dollar binnima nights
1: Oh, well, where we review horrendous porn
0: uh and unveil slowly realized childhood traumas yes okay but speaking of childhood traumas um yeah so yeah. We're, we're we
1: finally felt we could watch a kevin bacon
0: movie again after uh <laughs> after queen's, queen's logic. logic yeah so, hey! Oh! Hey! Oh! I can work with that. Oh, what was the other thing from that? A, I'm gonna howl a, at the moon. woo! That's it. Howl at the moon. That's right. <laughs> that's
1: right. Uh I was trying to do a. I was trying to do a segue for uh for a bacon number for uh Tony Hawk, but I could not find mm-hmm. one. So uh, either it doesn't exist or I just gave up after the three seconds Googling. Definitely one of
0: those. Oh, I mean, do you, do, you, do you need me to get the Bacon Number Calculator? Sure. See if you can find Tony Hawk's
1: Bacon Calculator while you introduce our movie.
0: All right. Which, so. is, which is the
1: 1988, finger quotes classic, Lemon Sky.
0: Yes. Um, this. Is... You might
1: be thinking, isn't it that Tom Cruise movie?
0: No, that's a different sky. <laughs> that's but van- that's, van- that's vanilla sky.
1: I know. That's and a- I sure as heck didn't refer to it as that several times while talking to you before this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, if I'm not mistaken um I I find it very interesting that this is on DVD um, cuz I, I remember doing some research on this, and uh, apparently, this is not an actual movie. Movie. This is. I don't think this had a theatrical it is a release.
1: Television film.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Based off of a play.
0: Which and if you want to get even weirder, uh, I talked with Mary. Um, and I, I don't know if listener, uh, if, as if there are any other listeners that listen to this, and not any other part of the Beyond Caring Media Network. I have a girlfriend. Her name is Mary. She's very into theater and musicals and all that good stuff. Um She's a thespian. Yes, yeah, she she is a literal thespian uh as is her mother. Um and I told her that we were reviewing Lemon Sky and it was based on a play and she's like oh, I never fucking heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, hi marks. <laughs> hi marks. Uh, so you so, okay? So how do how do we want to do this? Uh, do you want me to read off the DVD or? Um... I'm
1: going to start with the Wikipedia page, okay? Because it is so short. Oh, okay. That almost all of it is about the play, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there are literally two sentences about the film. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it says it was adopted from the play for a television film of the same name for pbs so there we go classy Wait. oh public shoot. broadcasting
0: was this was this done by what is it uh like american something or american
1: other? playhouse
0: hell yeah oh shit dude american playhouse kicks ass
1: all right well this is done for american playhouse directed by jan Engelsen, who does not have a wikipedia entry
0: so quick aside american playhouse that okay so They've done countless uh, musical and theater adaptations and for television broadcasts. Holy shit. There is a version of I think it's Sweeney Todd that has Angel like the original Broadway cast that got broadcast on PBS, and it is, it is fucking baller. Way better than the Johnny Depp movie. I
1: don't see Sweeney Todd on here and they're in there on the Wikipedia page, but
0: that's
1: beside the point.
0: Okay, move on.
1: But, uh, yeah, we got Kevin Bacon, uh, some other people I haven't heard of, and this is apparently the film screen debut of one Casey Affleck.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So, yep, Casey Affleck. Film debut.
0: So it doesn't it doesn't talk about about, like what the, the deal with this is or?
1: The plot the story is about a teenager named Alan who has recently graduated from high school. period. <laughs> he moves from the Midwest to San Diego, California, in case there's confusion. In the 1950s, to live with his estranged father and his new family, attempting to overcome the past, Alan is confronted with problems in his new family. That is the entirety of the plot summary.
0: All right, so the the DVD is way more descriptive. Uh, it also has Kevin Bacon sitting very smolderingly uh, while holding what appears to be a pencil. And it says that it got the special jury award at the Sundance Film Festival. He's holding a pencil.
1: Oh, on the back cover?
0: Yeah, the back cover. Because on uh,
1: the front. It's just his face, right?
0: It, it's his face with, I'm assuming, Lindsay Crouse,
1: And then somebody holding a child.
0: yeah which I don't think that's his haircut so yeah. maybe that's like a flashback or something that'll be interesting um here yeah I'll I'll read the back of the DVD <clears throat> Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Lanford Wilson's searing drama of a young man as he rediscovers the father who abandoned him 10 years earlier. Set in Southern California, told in Flashback, the drama recounts a summer in the late 50s as the son tries to reestablish family ties, only to discover that past abuses and painful memories make reconciliation an impossibility. The film features innovative visual techniques as well as brilliant performances by a stellar cast, winner of the Special Jury Prize at the Sundance Film Festival and part of the permanent collection American Museum of Broadcasting. Okay. I I love that they have to work in that Sundance uh angle twice in the back of this DVD. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it makes you sound more prestigious. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, This DVD includes an additional scene, not scenes, scene, (laughs) uh, director, interview, feature trailer, still picture gallery, and previews. 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 Probably
1: unskippable.
0: Probably, yes. Uh, Yeah, rated PG. I
1: guess we could be watching uh, Demonic
0: Toys. Rated PG thirteen.
1: It does not say what for though.
0: It does not because it, it is Oh uh it does actually. Uh mature uh, mature thematic elements, drug and sexual content.
1: Does it include John Malkovich's ads?
0: Well, probably not. Uh because this is gonna be the hottest that that uh like early two thousands PBS has to offer.
1: <laughs> it was made in nineteen eighty
0: eight. Early two thousands PBS.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, it's probably gonna be four by three
0: aspect ratio. Yeah, oh it's definitely gonna be four by three aspect ratio. Oh, okay. I mean that's that's what it was made for. You, you, right. gotta, you just gotta just um, gotta deal with it, I guess. Do Should we, we make like predictions yeah, or let, Let's make some predictions here cuz I think I feel this is the first movie we've had in a long time where we can actually have fun with the predictions. It's like we know it's a play, we know it's uh one of those types of plays where it's, you know, the self-descriptive, you know, author bit doing their their thing. Um All right. Um I'm going to Make a prediction that there's going to be moody piano music. Okay, moody. Actually, I should be writing this down. Moody piano music. Yes, that this is eighty-eight. That there will there will be some sort
1: of shoehorned Kevin Bacon dancing at some
0: point. Oh, nice. Because this is footloose era, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely footloose Kevin Bacon. Yeah, so
1: uh, I'm going to say Kevin Bacon dancing. Um, Obviously, there's going to be some heartfelt uh, reconnection of the estranged father and son.
0: Oh, clearly, yeah. And
1: I don't know why the heck they call it Lemon Sky. Do you sit th- I no here I'm going to make a prediction that they will hang a lantern on it and say the name of the movie in the film and give a whole explanation about what lemon sky means. You think so? That's not just some random name. Okay. Like steel magnolias.
0: Okay. Okay. Do you have any predictions for this? Movie? Okay. Um predictions. I predict we there will be at least two hollywood that guys in this movie. Okay. So people people that we will look at their face and be like, "Oh shit, it's that guy." But like um we don't know their names. Um I am going to exclude Tom Atkins from this because I feel like he, that that is a a Hollywood that guy and that's cheating. So so two Hollywood that guys other than Tom Atkins. Okay. Um other than that, oh shit. I don't I
1: th-
0: I think you I think you 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 made some really well-placed calls here. You you're, you're kind of not leaving me a lot to work with. Um
1: does does take place in San Diego. I don't know what tropes they would use from san diego
0: especially i mean i know what they would use in san diego now but i don't know what they would do in the 50s um i'm going to say oh okay i'm gonna call that kid um if that kid being held up is not a flashback that kid is is getting into like an accident of some sort okay so let me let me write this down uh to that guy's non-Atkins. <laughs> uh kid gets hurt if not bacon.
1: California in the 50s.
0: Um, let's see here. Does it say that you said that this is he's moving from Indiana? The Midwest to San Diego. Midwest to San Diego. I think I. hmm, I don't know why. I feel like I remember reading somewhere that this was Indiana. All right, now I'm not going to dwell on it. Those those are my two predictions.
1: It just says Midwest. Doesn't specify a state. So. All right. All right. So
0: I think. Oh, and, uh, oh my goodness, uh, Wyatt. I I never told us, uh, t- told uh, you and our listeners, uh, Tony Hawk's Bacon number.
1: Oh, what is Tony Hawk's Bacon number? It
0: is two. Two. He was in X Games 3D, the movie with Emily Hirsch, who was in a movie called The Air I Breathe with Kit, none other than Kevin Bacon. All right then. Uh, it's
1: a pretty high bacon number
0: yeah or, or low, low bacon number um depending on how you look at it yeah and uh by the way i don't know if you're aware of this uh um, you I'm have sh- a bacon number i i do um do you remember what it was because i <laughs> i think it was like eight i'm trying to go or back in seven in my my facebook messenger history <laughs> <laughs> to find where we where doug and i were talking about the bacon numbers but yeah um yeah I I I 7 7 or 8 sounds right. So yeah, um we so now now Wyatt, we have yeah. a hawk number <laughs> of 8 or oh. 9. Cool. So we can we can say we can tell people that we are less than 10 degrees away from Tony Hawk.
1: Awesome. I don't know if that's better or worse than Kevin Bacon.
0: Um I mean, I'm sure Kevin Bacon's a fine guy. Yes. I would want to hang out with Tony Hawk more. No offense. No offense, Kevin.
1: I could see that. Kevin kind of seems like a more More... Uh, tight, tight, uptight kind of guy.
0: Yeah. And he's, he seems really busy. I don't, I don't, I don't like saying that he's uptight because that implies that he doesn't know how to unwind. I'm certain Kevin Bacon knows how to unwind. Yeah. But like, I, at the same time, I, I think, um, I think he he would not know how to turn off, uh, as well as Tony Hawk does.
1: Maybe see that.
0: All right. Well, yeah. All right. So let's get involved with this movie now that you're yawning.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I always yawn. It could be, but uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Now
1: I have a sleeping disorder, so that that kind of lends to the whole yawning thing.
0: All right, hidden stuff. I should
1: get more alcohol.
0: Well, we're definitely going to do that.
1: mumble has told me we are recording yeah and now robotic robot voice we got
0: double recording so this is double important and as i'm certain some uh, listeners are able to discern i have been drinking a lot (laughs) i also have been drinking but not enough to
1: make me anywhere near near that drunk
0: oh man this movie it
1: was kind of necessary to get through that film
0: it really it was and yet i had a hard time finding drinking games for this
1: i had one that will kill you <laughs> oh, okay and then one that might not kill you
0: okay okay i'm excited i'm excited to talk about this movie so, with you i'm excited to find out about that
1: all right, so first, let's start off with our predictions and how I was completely wrong.
0: Oh, yeah, Every big time. last
1: one of them. I didn't have a single right prediction.
0: Okay, so I'm looking here. You had... The moody, soundtrack
1: was like... Moody piano uh, music. No pianos. That it was, was like, wrong. Uh, if
0: you had sent jazz drum solos, you would have been great.
1: Yeah, it was just like, uh, yeah, just a top hat and like the little...
0: I forget what they're called... <laughs> they're not the drumsticks they're like whisks oh fuck what are those called I used to know this fuck yeah I used to too I I don't know what they're called it's been too long since yeah. I've been in band <laughs> it's more like uh like mix. yeah, some yeah
1: soundtrack it's, it's, than it's anything
0: if if either of a, if either one of us had said that this was going to be a jazzy movie then uh yeah it w- would have it would have made a difference but no um you also said a Kevin Bacon dancing scene would have happened. Oh,
1: there was hell no there wasn't was one single dance scene in this movie.
0: No dancing whatsoever. No dancing
1: whatsoever. There's a lot of brooding. There are very very many Kevin Bacon brooding scenes.
0: Everyone in this movie is miserable to be in it.
1: <laughs> yes everybody's miserable in this movie except for the kids the two young boys who are blissfully ignorant of everything going on around them
0: but they're barely aware that they're in the movie
1: yeah they show up every now and then like they had them for one
0: day because of child labor laws <laughs> <And>
1: then, <laughs> that was it
0: so. yeah like like there, Casey Affleck was in it for like a hot second and he was talking to Kevin Bacon you'd be like oh man He and Kevin Baker are having like a real moment right now. I wonder if they're bonding as brothers. Yeah. I wonder if this is actually going to matter. And much like Casey Affleck and Ben Affleck's actual life, they don't actually band as brothers because nothing ever lets them happen. (laughs) Yep. Um, And then
1: just like every other movie with Casey Affleck. Oh, I guess Casey Affleck was in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Casey Affleck, if you're listening to this, you are a friend. And we would love to have you on this show.
0: Yeah, like real we talk. cannot pay you if I can pay you. I can pay you ten dollars. We can,
1: we can only pay you encrypted soap and aluminum wallets.
0: No, I will. I will pay you. You you have
1: sketchy VPN sites.
0: You know what? No, you have your have your agent call me. I can negotiate up to a hundred dollars. Um, I'm not going to give you $100 cash. It's going to have to be $100 of materials that I have laying around my house. But um, have them call me. I I would love to have you on here, and I and I would love to have. I would love to have this podcast be a platform for you.
1: you this X Men anthology. It's barely dog eared. <laughs>
0: I may or may not, in fact, give you Suicide Squad and Justice League on Blu-ray, as left to me by my dear, sweet uncle, God rest his soul, um, who has terrible taste in movies. Suicide Squad came
1: out before he died?
0: Oh, yeah, big time. Did it? I saw it with him in the theaters.
1: Oh, I only recently watched that. It was bad.
0: It was one of the last things that we talked about where we disagreed. And it holds a special place in my heart because of that. He liked it. Oh, big time. He bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> All right. I
1: mean, it had some good parts. It did. It
0: did. It was. It, it, was, it there, that's there, a whole other discussion. A whole other discussion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So you were also called. There would be a touching reunion in this movie, Wyatt. And oh um, uh, no,
1: it was nothing but hate and venom.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, the way this movie ended, there was a touching reunion. <laughs> yes, a but
1: I said between the father and son.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Not
1: between a foster father and. <laughs> his uh foster daughter in a dark room
0: yep yep okay that's fair that's fair so that yeah that's not a thing and you said there would be an explanation of what lemon sky is
1: yep nothing
0: nothing never... they never said
1: the word sky a couple times
0: there were at least three moments in this movie where the where people were looking at the camera and talking and i could have swore they were about to tell me what lemon sky was but it didn't happen it didn't it did fucking happen. happen yeah nope amazing Still utterly have no amazing idea
1: what it means so let's see here for your predictions i so had there would be an accident with the kid there was none
0: so so okay so I had two things I had uh there would be two in I would there would be two Hollywood that guys which and I specifically excluded Tom Atkins because I knew Tom Atkins um we got we got one, one of that with Kira Sedgwick Kira
1: Sedgwick yes
0: yeah who when I say that like I say that guy I mean that person that that notable character actor because Kira and Kira Sedgwick's great. Um, but I didn't get that from anything else. And I'm not counting yeah. Casey Affleck.
1: Yeah, because there's only like five people. It was a play. So there's only like five people in the whole oh,
0: movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: Very limited cast. But. Yeah.
0: And and then I called that the DVD cover of there being a, f- <laughs> a behelden child would have mattered. And that is just nope. not true. Nope.
1: And then after the movie started, you said that the step the stepmom and Kevin Bacon were going to bang.
0: Oh yeah, Big but time. that didn't happen. Definitely did not happen
1: for a multitude of reasons.
0: Kevin Bacon didn't bang anyone in this movie, and that was actually a plot point. It was, and I'm actually quite, I'm actually quite recall, a- amazed and and like proud of this of this. Cinematic experience for, for for doing that because the moment you see Kevin Bacon, you know he's gonna fuck something. I mean, he did off camera, supposedly. Supposedly, but but it was a major plot. Yeah. So I'm looking at the front of this DVD cover, and I see what yeah that that that's Kira Sedgwick. Now that I now that I know who Kira Sedgwick is, um, she is on the left. Kevin Bacon is on the right. Neither of those pictures on this d v d cover were taken uh from this movie um there is yeah. a there's a picture of a beefy man holding up a child while flying high at the bottom. That was also not in the movie nothing nothing to do with the fucking movie. like it has literally nothing to do um, I wonder if they took this from the photo for the play. Maybe they were all in a play, maybe. I'm also looking at the back and the picture of Kevin Bacon sitting looking apprehensive with a pencil. I don't distinctly remember this from the movie, but like, maybe it was there.
1: I don't remember
0: him writing anything in this movie. Like, yeah, like it, it. Like the entire movie is him just being like, "Hey, like if you're I here, just got
1: two hours of sleep."
0: Yeah, like if you're here, you're listening to me talk about what it's like. Like this, this play is my life, and um, I'm not writing anything. It it was very organic. Um, this is an este- okay. Once again can't tell can't tell you and our listeners enough uh PBS American Playhouse or whatever it is they do amazing amazing work and the fact that like you could just tune in on public television and see this or Sweeney Todd or any number of other musicals or plays fucking great like it, it really just makes me want to start donating a lot of money to the public arts because they keep impressing me so much with what they've been doing. Well, with viewers like you... Yeah, exactly.
1: Henry, stop sneezing.
0: My cat... Came my, in cat- here
1: and start sneezing.
0: my cat is licking my microphone stand and I don't know why.
1: <laughs> my cat sits in here sneezing on me. Hey, kitty. He's got nothing better to do. Come up here. But...
0: Um, oh no! I'm sorry, kitty. I dropped. It. Oh no! Ah, there we go. Is that better? Hey. <laughs> hey. Can you talk to the people, kitty? <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Oh god. Oh no! This cat's so fat. I think Henry's got her
1: beat.
0: Oh, the cat's no. more fluffy, though. Your 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 cat is definitely fatter than my cat, but my cat is definitely more uh, well built. My cat is the Maori of the uh, of the cat world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, breaker! <laughs> yeah, I know, kitty. All right, all right, you're get all right. I'm letting you go. Come on now.
1: But oh, yeah, um... but yeah, no, yeah, like. The, the this movie had a definite play feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it did not feel like a movie. It felt like I was watching a play, but it wasn't like a static, you No, know, like the camera at the stage. And they like actually moved around and you felt like you're a part of it. Like it. Yeah. It like, was more involved than the static shot.
0: I would like, Good. I would like to go on the record as saying that this is easily the, um, the best cinematography that we have ever viewed on this podcast Uh, and it's because it's a play and it's because it's american playhouse and so like when american playhouse was trying to be like hey how do we you know show people on pbs what this play is how do we transfer that energy um it's all about scene transitions it's all about soliloquies it's all about making you not notice that there's a hard cut um because real shit is going down um this is probably the Smallest amount of notes I have ever done on a movie that we've watched on this podcast so far. Yeah,
1: it was it was hard to take notes on. This. It it was because like, uh,
0: because you're riveted, right? Like you you just like you're you're constantly trying to find something to be snarky about, and you can't. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a little difficult. I mean, I did come up with something. It's not like Fury of the Wolf Man
0: yeah yeah no like the, the, there's there's no scenes where it's obvious that kevin bacon was like being recorded in another movie and they passed it in there was no obvious like you know like haha, let's 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 laugh at how bad the production values of, the, of this are because despite this being public television the production values are amazing like it, it's like you're watching an extremely well-produced play and it's I would actually go on the record as saying that the production values of this are better than um, the Disney Plus production values of Hamilton that uh, that came out. I, have you seen? Have you seen Hamilton? I,
1: I saw that. This I don't know. The set design is way better on him.
0: Yeah, set des- a lot more going on. With the oh. set. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I won't disagree with that. Set design in Hamilton is amazing. Like the the, the like how everything's always rotating and people are coming in yeah. and out and like going up and down. Yeah, like that that is that is like pure almost almost sondheim levels of set design um that I now know because I hang out with Mary and she tells me or not she tells me she shows me things and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the whole thing. But um but like this This is almost like uh, it's always sunny Charlie work levels of where we are doing actually like six or seven shots, but we're stringing it together so that you don't know that that six or seven shots is is actually not a single shot and like we're representing it as a single shot.
1: Okay. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm not uh, announcing this well. Um yeah like th- this movie is very organic it's very fluid it's very it, like it's constantly going in and out and you it's it distracts you from um from the 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 very like stark temporal changes of this movie because the, the, the like the, the whole movie is literally just and correct me if i'm wrong here wyant um just a guy who's like, "Hey, I have a dad he like he's been estranged. I haven't like dealt with him in for fucking ever um I'm moving out to to be with him, and like it goes eventually it goes bad, and this is this is all of the reasons why eventually it goes bad,
1: yeah uh that's not too far off then and it it, admittedly, it's sometimes it's a little hard to follow because it's not. It is. It's a little all over the place, and sometimes they'll do the same scene
0: three times in a row. They'll they'll do a scene, but you don't
1: know what. But it'll yeah. be slightly in different places.
0: They they'll do a scene to show you what it was like like in an action, and then they will cut to another like dynamic and show you what it's like emotionally. And then they'll like recoup or like redress the two together. It's it's very interesting.
1: And all the characters will just sporadically talk to the audience and then talk to the other people in the conversation
0: yeah yeah you're it's right like
1: it's like they're all having like two three conversations at once
0: yeah because like going into it you think oh yeah kevin bacon's the the unreliable narrator yeah like like we're, we're getting 100 from him but then like but then he's in this like bar scenario and like more people keep showing up and and talking what th- what they think is and you're like and you think, like, oh when when they're in the bar that's when people are telling the truth but then when people are outside of the bar in like re like the reality that they're projecting of like of yeah, this 50s household you know the wife will be like i don't trust my husband the husband will be like i like i like chasing girls or whatever like they don't actually say that but like that's the general gist right yeah and like and like
1: why is he out there not getting tail? Yeah.
0: Ayo. Oh my god, that fucking scene where he's just like, "Why ain't my son getting laid?" <laughs> like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting movie,
1: to say the least. Mm-hmm. It does feel really long, though. It does. Like it's an hour and a half, hour forty minute runtime, but it feels a lot longer
0: and that and that's because a lot of the things that are happening are just like they're very weighty, they're very gravitated like that like shit the shit that is happening matters, and like even when they're they're sitting in like sunbathing and the one daughter who's like well there there are two foster daughters, is that correct?
1: two foster daughters, yeah yeah and then two biological sons i think
0: yes the, the
1: I think they're biological they
0: they are absolutely biological because I remember um somebody saying in this uh there would have there was a daughter who died in childbirth and she would have been the only biological daughter right okay um but yeah like so the 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 like you the the, the the two foster daughters have very a, a very interesting relationship of the the one being very like laissez faire kind of you know whatever goes goes yeah like they like literally within the first scene they say Drug like use, you're you're like yeah like this this person was a whore um she might still be we don't know and it, because of the 50s we're we not that polite we
1: called all at once
0: yeah um whereas that's
1: literally a line from the
0: movie. Yeah, yeah. But the other one, when she's so. introduced, she literally can't even describe her boyfriend without stuttering and being a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like real talk I really think her I I really is, is her name Ronnie? Like I I I think that woman's gay. Like that that character is gay. Like real, real. Like hands down, right. right? Like, do you think that
1: I didn't? I didn't get that. If anything, she might be more asexual, or just completely uninterested.
0: I don't know. I'm I, about Like Penny. Penny. Oh, is, is this the, is Penny? The, okay. The, like the, the other one. It's it's hard to tell because she's
1: like she's like the Meg from Family Guy of the family.
0: <sighs> Fuck, you're right because she. Her her character is is very non sexual and like she you can tell she wants to have a relationship with somebody, but she doesn't know how to have a relationship with the guy she's pursuing. Um yeah. she's clearly been as the movie has told us, she's been clearly courted before in other foster homes, uh, with improprietous relationships, and like that has kind of shut her down from that. <laughs>
1: she was she was the beard for a gay
0: guy oh was she
1: yeah that's what they're talking about he and kevin bacon and her would go places under the assumption that
0: he was on a date with her no that like that that was the movie saying that like her her boyfriend is actually gay because hey spoiler alert um the the storyteller of this is is gay and this is a uh, a gay or it's
1: heavily co- implied thereof that he is
0: no this dude this is a fucking theater piece and it's it's like a first person yeah. like retelling of his family problems dude's fucking gay <laughs> yeah like that's but, that's how that's how theater works
1: yeah but kevin bacon and then like penny and her boyfriend would go places mhm so and then his asshole dad essentially said that she's she's just uh a beard covering beard. for yeah yeah. So and she doesn't know any different or know any better. And that's why blah blah blah.
0: Yeah. Which so. which is like pure fucking 50s bullshit of like, you don't know any better. Like what is what does knowing any better mean? Like the fact that I'm covering up for the fact that somebody is having, a, a, like, a real relationship, and apparently I can't. Like, wh- uh, fuck you. Fuck you, old man. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, the like, the last five minutes of it, just everything goes to absolute shit.
0: Oh, yeah. It, like... like... This, this movie will dredge a lot of feelings out of you, because the first hour is nothing but, like, you kind of... It's like a depressing Kevin Smith movie. Like, the first hour is you, like... <laughs> learning and like understanding the all these different characters in the last half hour is seeing all the like the just what happens um, to make a family self-destruct because like it's obvious like the fact that he's he's made a fucking play about it the family is self-destructing you need to see how it happens but like yeah that's just that's just what it is right yeah um
1: but we digress uh do we huh? do we though i mean it's kind of it's hard to explain the whole thing just because it it just is all over the place yeah in my opinion it's
0: it's it's a very it's a very dense work and it's yeah it's not what we typically deal with on this podcast right Nope. like the last six movies <laughs> we can explain inside of five minutes if you really pressed us <laughs>
1: yeah this is this is like theater nerd shit
0: yeah and we ain't we ain't theater nerds
1: oh, I, there's anything wrong with being a theater
0: nerd? no no you're absolutely right but like and i and i i would like to think that i'm getting there but like it's it's, it's hard you, right breaker. how many what how many berets do you own? Uh, not enough. Does that does that count? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like, like this. This movie deals with some fucking heavy weighty shit, and it's very cerebral. This is this is like almost. If I had to paint this, if I had to explain this movie of Tom to Tom, it would be like. What if Tetsuo the Iron Man actually meant something to the Chevrolet crowd?
1: I Every second you don't <laughs> talk,
0: I'm more entertained.
1: Uh oh I'll just say okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I can't argue with that because I don't know how I would argue with that.
0: And that's what I was going for. Yes.:
1: But all of our predictions are wrong.:
0: Yep, 100 percent.: 100 percent. which means it's a great movie, in my opinion. Yeah, we were completely wrong about it. Um,
1: do you want to talk potential drinking games, or do you want to talk price?
0: Uh, we should talk drinking games. Wyatt, tell me, First. I have, it was actually really hard to, to, for me to write drinking games for this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what you uh, got? One thi- so I was I was originally going to say, whenever somebody looks at the camera in monologues, but you would die. <laughs> because they do it three times a conversation, and it gets oh, worse yeah. throughout the
0: yeah. Uh Would you like to know what, what I settled on for my version of that?
1: I, but I did switch it Okay. to whenever you see Kevin Bacon wearing a black shirt.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So that's what I'm sticking with. It's when he's wearing a black shirt.
0: Here's, here is my, um, my comparison to that or, or uh, competition. I don't even know. Whatever. Um, uh, drink every time you see a monologue and the lighting changes okay so like yeah like if you took a drink every time uh there was a monologue in this movie you would be dead but it's a very specific scene when you see somebody uh when, like when you see like somebody talking to you and then like suddenly you know Backlighting drops, and then front lighting goes forward. There's literally a point when the, like he just says lighting well at the end in the movie he says lighting twice it's two drinks <laughs> yeah. you know that counts that, as a monologue
1: that's at the very end too, so you'll make sure to just
0: just keep chugging, buddy, just go off into that
1: lemon sky
0: and I feel that that encompasses your black shirted bacon as well.
1: Yes. He would typically change the lighting when they show him in the black shirt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he goes off and that's like his internal monologue. Because, because, okay. should,
0: so, so, like. He's
1: also behind himself. So a person's a, pretending to be him behind him to, while to, he's talking about what he's thinking in that moment.
0: To, do people who are obviously not going to watch this movie and only going to listen to this podcast, um, there's a, like, there's kind of like a weird narrative device. Where whenever there needs to be a further discussion on a topic, um, it the movie, or the the play, it, as it were, uh, breaks to Kevin Bacon wearing a black shirt, sitting at a classic American bar, just nursing a fucking Miller High Life, I think is what it is. I think they're Michelobes. Are they Michelobes? Yeah, because they they're in that like bottle. Um, he's nursing. He's nursing. Uh, They'd probably
1: peeled the labels off. He's
0: nursing sort of a very light beer, and yes. and one of the and this this ties into one of the other uh, drinking games that I'm about to do. Every time you see somebody in like the 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 fucking bar of the mind, other than Kevin Bacon, drink. Okay. I could see um, that. If you see them multiple times in a row, don't drink. You you only drink when it's a new person.
1: Okay, so once.
0: Yeah. Well, no, cuz um you see, uh, there there there's a point in this movie where you see, you you actually literally see everybody um in in or at depending on your interpretation everybody minus 1, but like there there's you you're getting some drinks in with that. Yeah.
1: All right. What else you got? Well, oh, I think that would get enough people liquored up enough. I think oh. you could only drink this movie by
0: with absinthe. I
1: don't oh. know
0: why. Man, I got Is two. That, ma- I got two more that, drinkings, buddy. You didn't. You didn't, so didn't that, get that. Huh? You You didn't. You didn't like figure it out. Like I. I got two more drinking games
1: You have two more drinking games?
0: I got two more drinking games. You're only telling people to drink when Kevin Bacon's in a fucking black turtleneck or whatever? Yeah. (laughs) Apple motherfucker. All right. Other drinking game. Drink every time you see somebody open a bottle of beer and pour it in a Pilsner glass.
1: That's a lot.
0: It is. Happens and, a lot. And you need it.
1: <laughs> well, you can't be doing hard liquor for this, I don't
0: think. Oh, well, fuck you, you can't. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> it's obvious. I'm alive. <laughs> but I say that if you're going to be the
1: theater nerd watching this, I feel like you should be drinking absinthe or something similar.
0: Oh, no, definitely don't drink absinthe. Don't do it.
1: It's not worth it. What else do theater nerds drink? Um, Gin? They do gin bars now.
0: Goldschla- Vodka? Goldschlager.
1: Goldschlager? Yeah, bro. For theater nerds?
0: I mean, it so doesn't if, sound right. Some, th- they all have a bottle that someone else bought for them, and it's very fancy.
1: Okay, we'll go with that.
0: And then my last drinking game is drink every time in this movie you wish characters would just fuck. Just. <laughs> Just fuck, subjective. just fuck and just fucking get it over with. Jesus Christ. I just wish so many characters in this would just have sex and then just work it out.
1: <laughs> I'll make sure to say that is at the comment of drunk Brinker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I I might not include that in the uh the synopsis <laughs> when we we do this. I'm just I I want to get it I want to get it on paper or wax or whatever it is we're recording on. <laughs> uh
1: we're recording on uh acetate.
0: Mm. I want to get my vinegar strokes in.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Breaker, how much would you pay to watch this movie?
0: <laughs> you are a gentleman and a scholar. Um, I, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot, actually. Um, I would pay $2 for this movie. You'd pay $2 for this movie? I'd pay $2 for this movie. It's great. Kev- Kevin Bacon does a really good job of being the tortured artist. Um Tom Adkins does a great job of being the the, the all American man who's just angry that he can't fuck everyone and everything and everyone ain't fucking right. Um, Kylie, what's your face? Great job as as so you would pay two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. Uh, every uh, like American Playhouse man, they do good work. Jo- they do good work. I'm sorry. All right, that's
1: that's all right. I wasn't feeling this movie as much as that. I would say only fifty cents for this movie.
0: Oh, okay, fifty cents. That okay, but like in the okay, real talk. Comparing to the other movies we've seen in this podcast, that's actually very good for you.
1: Yeah, it is. Like it. Like I what if, I don't. I I said decadent evil. I would pay one hay penny.
0: Yeah. For
1: watch Decadent like, Evil. I think there have so, only... 50, it's 50 times better than Decadent Evil.
0: I think there have only been, like, <laughs> two or three movies where you have spent more than a nickel.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, our first one, I said I would spend five bucks on. Uh, Dragon Slayer.
0: Yeah, that is that is one. <laughs> that is one movie. Yeah, Queen's Logic. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, no, no, sushi Girl, I
1: think I... I don't remember what I said for sushi Girl. You I think said, I said like a dollar.
0: You said it would be a dollar, but if you had to watch a movie that would be a um Tarantino that, film.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't if somebody suggested reservoir dogs, then let's not watch that. Let's watch this instead. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't like reservoir dogs. I I get it. I don't
1: know why everybody loves reservoir dogs.
0: I don't get it either, but there are parts in that movie that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It has good parts but overall not a a good film.
0: You could just say that about everything Tarantino's ever done.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he gets more of the film being good every time. So,
0: yeah, that's true. He he like like a good filmmaker, he gets better and he learns from his mistakes. Yeah. Unless those mistakes are uh filming feet and then he just doubles down. <laughs>
1: Or getting to yell
0: the n word in a movie, like uh, we we're going to talk about that. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, so, uh, so so that gives us a uh, two dollar that gives us a buck twenty five. So over a dollar uh, average score for this movie. I yeah, if you can find Lemon Sky, watch it. It's on PBS. You probably can watch it for free. I would wager probably i'm sure it's uh
1: i didn't even check youtube it probably is there you know yeah. those
0: british ones were, were on uh
1: youtube
0: and i, and I kind of want to see. They. i kind of want to see the original play now to see how it compares uh to see if i have any like you know opinions about like anybody who who's in it and like you know how their performance is because you know now, now I'm a now I am a studied man of, of art and literature. <laughs> um, this says the full movie. It's broken into twenty three scenes. Oh oh, where's where's the DVD? There's a trailer for it. So uh, that's interesting because you said twenty three scenes. There's only twenty one scenes on this DVD, Wyatt. All right. Well, there's
1: twenty three parts in the playlist for this movie.
0: Fascinating. Utterly fascinating. I need I need to fucking review it. Um, we're not gonna uh, roll for next time because I'm really drunk and I don't want to have to dig through the dollar binema.
1: Okay, well we'll uh, roll off.
0: Unless, 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 why? Do you want to break from tradition? Because you you specifically stopped at my house to give me a DVD.
1: I did. Two, in fact but you already owned the one that I didn't know that you already owned
0: yeah and um real that has talk like, what
1: a dozen movies on it
0: yeah uh 12 movies gorehouse classics i have yeah. actually never watched my copy of gorehouse classics so that that means that means it's all fair game assuming that i've never seen the movie so yeah. do you want it do you want to make a Because next episode... Oh, shit. This is probably episode 12. Do you want Lucky episode 13 to be a gorehouse classic movie?
1: I suppose it could.
0: I mean, we have like zero... Almost zero rules. So, uh... right, let's do it. Alright, let me look here. Make sure that I haven't seen any of these movies. Yeah, I have not seen any of these movies. Yeah, Uh, this
1: is our twelfth episode right now. Okay, okay. cool. So, Evil was eleven.
0: In honor of the twelve episodes of this podcast, we need to pick one of the twelve Gora House Greats. Which is are they
1: are they full length movies or are they like X File episodes?
0: uh, They range from seventy to ninety minutes.
1: All right, so they're full length ish movies. Um,
0: so so go ahead. I am just looking at the back of the DVD starting at 1 going to 12. Why don't you roll me a die or do a random number and like that's going to be what we do.
1: Hold on, I got D12. Hold on.
0: Yes. Roll the die. Man, this is really anticlimactic. You got to give me something here, buddy. <laughs> What is B twelve? Oh my God! <laughs> three, three. All right, one, two. We will be watching Brain Twisters. <laughs> oh wow! All
1: right, Brain Twisters. It is.
0: It's a nineteen ninety one movie.
1: <laughs> oh man, I was hoping it was gonna be older.
0: Oh, this is gonna be great! I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: I don't even know if I wanna look it up.
0: <laughs> don't, don't save it. Just save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this DVD in, I'm gonna rip it, I'm gonna put it on my plex, and it's gonna be great. Okay. Alright, brain twisters, next time. Dollar Benema. Love it! Signing off.